0: Welcome to What Encounter with Dr. Abiodun Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. It's my prayer that as you listen to this week's message, the Lord will bless you abundantly. Let's join Dr. Charles Abiodun for today's message.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Abiodun welcoming you to this week's podcast. God bless you for being part of this week's episode. Our topic this week is the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning from verse 1 to verse 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, from verse 1 to verse 8. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age. Now the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory which none of the rulers of this age knew for had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory hallelujah the lord bless the reading of his word in jesus name amen Let us pray. Father, we bless your name, we give you glory and honor, we appreciate you, Lord, for the privilege to come into your presence once again this week to receive the words that you have for us. Lord, as we come into your presence, we ask once again that you will reach out unto every one of us. You will save, you will heal, you will deliver, you will restore. Lord, you will encourage every heart to keep working well with you, to keep serving you diligently, and to keep Blessing your name day by day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because your word to us this week will propel us onto greater glory, onto greater victory, onto greater success that we keep living, O oh Lord, in dominion. We keep pulling down every stronghold of the enemy and keep bringing glory to your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name forevermore. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. The wisdom of God. What is wisdom? Wisdom can be defined various ways and uh, have various definitions here. Let me just give them wisdom. That's the ability of having or sharing experience, knowledge, and good judgment. It's an element of personal character that enables one to distinguish the wise from the unwise. Is a piece of wise advice. Wisdom can also be the discretionary use of knowledge for the greatest good. It is the ability to apply relevant knowledge in an insightful way, especially to different situations from that in which the knowledge was gained. It can also be described as the ability to make a decision based on the combination of knowledge, experience, and intuitive understanding. And finally, if are speaking in theological terms, it can be defined as the ability to know and apply spiritual truths. So these are the various ways we can look at wisdom. And looking at the power, I mean, the wisdom of God, we can say that the power of God is a product of God's wisdom. And to know God is wisdom. That's what Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 says. He said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy, Holy One is understanding. When you operate with the wisdom of God, you are bound to display his power. And the Bible, in various, I mean, verses, in various portions of scriptures, encourages us that we should, I mean, aspire to obtain wisdom. The Bible encourages us all to do what we can to obtain wisdom, as the wisdom of God. In Proverbs 4, verse 5, say, Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. In Proverbs 4, verse 7, say, Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. In Proverbs 16, verse 16, say, How much better to get wisdom than gold, and to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. And in Proverbs 19, verse 8, say, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. So we can see the Bible encouraging us to get wisdom. Nothing can be compared with the wisdom of God in life. In Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11, the Bible says, For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. Hallelujah. We're encouraged to get the wisdom that comes from God, as it is only God who has true wisdom. The wisdom that brings victory in life. The wisdom that does not bring sorrow or regret in life. In James chapter one verses five and six, James said, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubt, doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind." That's God's word. Anyone who lacks wisdom, say, let him ask, and it shall be given to him liberally, without reproach. The wisdom of the world is foolishness with God. And only God's wisdom is to be desired and sought after. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19 says, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He catches the wise in their own craftiness. Hmm, hallelujah. The Bible also makes us to understand, that's in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, if you read from verse 22 to verse 24, that Jesus Christ is the wisdom of God. Let's look at it, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 22 to verse 24. So for Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews, a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. So Christ is the power of God and is the wisdom of God. This implies that whoever desires the wisdom of God must desire Jesus, must desire a relationship with Jesus. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter 8, verse 12, it says there, All the works of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. That's Jesus Christ speaking as wisdom. In Proverbs chapter 8, if you read verses 35 and 36 of that same Proverbs chapter 8, it says, For whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who sins against me wrongs his own soul. All those who hate me love death. <laughs> wow. Now let's look at the. Various types of wisdom that we have from our scripture that we read in First Corinthians chapter 2. We can see there that we have three types of wisdom enumerated there. Number one, the wisdom of this world or human wisdom or the wisdom of man. That's in verse 6. Then if you go on, you see number two, the wisdom of the princes of this world. It's an occultic one. And that's First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 again. And then thirdly, the third one there, we see the wisdom of God, which is in verse 7 of that 1st Corinthians chapter 2, which is our text. So let's look at it one by one. Let's look at the wisdom of this world. That's the first one there, or the human wisdom. That's in 1st Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. Say, however, we seek, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age. Now the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. So, it's talking there, yet not the wisdom of this age, the wisdom of this world, and that's human wisdom. And uh, the characteristics of this particular type of wisdom is, number one, it's a rhetorical, that is, excellence of speech, enticing words of human wisdom, intellectual. We see, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says, For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance. As you know, what kind of men we were among you for your sake. That was Paul speaking to the Thessalonians. He said, Our gospel did not come to you in word only, that is, the wisdom of man, but also in power, in the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. And also, if you look at First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, Paul is still speaking there. He said, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That's what we're talking about there, that the wisdom of man is persuasive, is oratorical, But Paul said there that he did not come with human wisdom, but with the wisdom of God. Number two characteristic of the wisdom of this world is, ungodly, it is ungodly, it is carnal, that this is of the flesh, is uninterested in the crucified Christ. In First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3, we read, For you are still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you. Are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? That's the wisdom of man, that's the wisdom of this world. It's full of strife, full of envy, full of divisions, and that's not the wisdom God desires for you and I. The number three characteristic of the wisdom of this world, it lacks the power of the Holy Spirit. It's persuasive rather than demonstrative. Paul was speaking to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, Read from verse 1 to 5. He said, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, strong, haughty, lovers of pleasure and lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. They have a form of godliness but denying its power because they are operating in the wisdom of this world and not in the wisdom of God. Number four characteristics of the wisdom of this world, it is imperfect. Thus, producing imperfection and immaturity. Remember in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, Jesus said there, Therefore you shall be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. With the wisdom of this world, you cannot be perfected because it lacks what it takes to effect perfection. That's the wisdom of God. So let's look at the second type of wisdom. That's the wisdom of the princes of this world. That's just put it, the wisdom of the devil. Wisdom of the demonic world, and First Corinthians chapter two verse six tells us. There, it says, "However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing." So he said it. It is coming to nothing. It's going to be. It's, it's, it's. unproductive. It's unfruitful. It's unprofitable. And what are the characteristics of this particular type of wisdom? As the wisdom of the princes, wisdom of the powers of darkness. Number one, is imperfect. So cultic lacks the power of power to produce perfection or maturity. In Ephesians chapter 5, 3, verses 11 and 12, it says, I Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. So we should have nothing to do with that type of wisdom. Number two, second characteristic of the wisdom of the rulers of this age, of the devil, is lacks it lacks the power of God. It lacks the power of God. It's devoid of the power of God. It derives its wisdom from the prince of this world. And who is the prince of this world? We know the prince of this world is Jesus mentioned. The prince of this world in John chapter 12, verse 31. John chapter 14, verse 30. John chapter 16, verse 11. Let's look at 12, 31. John 12, 31. He said, now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. That's the devil. So we know who the prince of this world is, the ruler of this world, and that's the devil. So, it lacks the power of God. It derives his wisdom from the devil. That's the wisdom of, you know, the rulers of this age, of the devil. Then, number three, the third characteristic of this particular wisdom, it comes to nothing. It's not productive. It's not useful. It is vanity. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11 and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Unfruitful works of darkness. Unfruitful. It's unproductive. It comes to nothing. Now, finally, let's look at the third type of wisdom, which is the one God wants us to have, which is the one you and I should aspire to get. That's the wisdom of God. We see that in verse 7 of our text, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. It says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom, which God Ordained before the ages for our glory. Hallelujah. The hidden wisdom which is of God, ordained before the ages for our glory. Before the foundation of the world has been ordained for our glory. So it belongs to us and we need to do everything to obtain it. He said, With all that getting, get understanding. This is the wisdom to be desired. It supersedes and surpasses all other wisdom. And what are the characteristics of this wisdom of God? Number one, it is the power of God. It is demonstrative rather than persuasive. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, Paul says, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Hallelujah. Number two, it is perfect. This wisdom is perfect. It has no blemish. It is impeccable. It is perfecting and maturing. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10, the Bible says there, May the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a why perfect, established, strengthened, and set to you, it is a perfecting wisdom. Number three, the third characteristic of the wisdom of God, it is profitable. That is, it is worthwhile. It is productive. It is prospering. Proverbs chapter 8 if you read verses 18 and 19. Say, riches and honor are with me. That's wisdom speaking there. That's Jesus. Enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. So it is profitable. When you have this wisdom, it will profit you. It's not like the one that comes to nothing. That's the wisdom of the princes of this age. The wisdom of the devil comes to nothing. It's unproductive. Number four, characteristic. Of the wisdom of God is that it is mysterious. <laughs> it's beyond human and even demonic comprehension, inexplicable. In Job chapter thirty-seven, verse five, Job said, "They say God thunders marvelously with His voice. He does great things which we cannot comprehend." The ways of God are beyond us. The wisdom of God are beyond us. Beyond human comprehension. Beyond even demonic comprehension. Beyond the devil's comprehension. In John chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Hallelujah. The light of God when it shines as the wisdom of God. The devil cannot comprehend it. The demonic world cannot comprehend Number five characteristic is that it is eternal. In existence before the formation of the world, and we continue without end. It's eterna. It's eterna. First Timothy chapter one verse seventeen Say "Now to the King, eterna, immortal, invisible, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever." Amen. So. The wisdom of God is eternal. It doesn't end here, if we continue, I mean, to eternity. Hallelujah. And then finally, let's look at the six characteristics of the wisdom of God. Say, so it is glorious. Yes, it beautifies, it celebrates. Hallelujah. In First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, God spoke to the priest there, Eli. And he said, he said therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father will walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Far be it from me, for those who honor me I will honor, and those who despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Hallelujah. 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 What's the Bible saying there? That is, anyone who honors God, God will honor him. When you walk in the wisdom of God, you are honoring God, and God will honor you. Hallelujah. The wisdom of God is the only way in obtaining the power of God. It is a means of obtaining open doors of victory and success in life. It is only through it and by it that you and I can begin to operate in the power of God, doing great exploits for Him. We need to remember that the link to this wisdom of God is Jesus, and we must seek Him and be found and be rooted in Him at all times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved, you and I need this wisdom, and I pray you receive the wisdom, because James said, whoever lacks this wisdom should ask, and it shall be given unto him, oh, freely, liberally, it shall be given unto him, just let him ask in faith. you out there, you need this wisdom, but you need first to get, I mean, you're always right with Jesus, with God, through Jesus. You need to invite Jesus into your heart as your Lord and as your Savior. And I want to give you that invitation right now if you're out there, you have not yet known Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Just say these words after me and you will be saved. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today to confess and repent of my sin. Forgive me, cleanse me, and make me your own. Fill me with your Spirit and help me to live for you. I severe my allegiance to the devil, and I choose to live for you from today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me pray with you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray for my brethren, o Lord God, I ask, O Lord, that have taken this beautiful decision to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they have invited Him to their hearts. Lord, this decision will be permanent in the name of Jesus. They will not look back. They will not turn back. But Lord, they will remain resolute in their decision to follow Jesus to the end. And at the end, Lord, the reward you have for your faithful servants, Lord, shall be their portion in the name of Jesus. The grace, the unction to live for you without looking back and receive for everyone, O Lord, in the name of Jesus, that Father having put their hands to the plow, they will never look back. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Beloved, I want to bless the name of the Lord on your behalf. I want to congratulate you for this beautiful decision you've taken to know the Lord. I want you to know that the Bible says you are no longer the old person you used to be. The old things have passed away, and you have become a new creature in Christ Jesus. So I want you to join a Bible-believing church around you, begin to fellowship with them, begin to worship with them, begin to study the Word of God with them. And as you do so, the Lord will increase you, the Lord will bless you. So we endow you with the wisdom, His wisdom to begin to operate and to begin to have dominion over the powers of the evil one. Oh, I want you to do that Join a Bible-believing church and begin a fellowship with them. And I know the Lord will bless you bountifully in the name of Jesus. And perhaps you have any inquiry, you have any question you want to ask, please feel free to call on the number that will be dictated at the end of this podcast, the telephone number, or you can reach me through the email address and be glad to answer your questions. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Before we bring this week's podcast to a close, let's just say some few prayers. Our first prayer point here says, My Father and my God, endow me with your wisdom and power to keep living right for you. Let your wisdom in me keep overturning and overriding the counsel of the devil. My Father and my God, endow me with your wisdom and power to keep living right for you. Let your wisdom in me keep overturning and overriding the counsel of the devil. Prayer. My Father and my God, I pray, Lord, that you endow me with your wisdom and power to keep living right for you in the name of Jesus. Let your wisdom in me keep overturning and overriding the counsel of the devil in the name of Jesus. Endow me with your wisdom and power to keep living right for you, Lord God. Let your wisdom in me keep overturning and overriding the counsel of the devil in Jesus' name. We have prayed. Amen. We're going to pray. It's our second prayer point. My Father and my God, Let your wisdom in me keep me excelling and victorious in life. Keep subduing the powers of darkness underneath my feet as I operate in your wisdom. My Father and my God, let your wisdom in me keep me excelling and victorious in life. Keep subduing the powers of darkness underneath my feet as I operate in your wisdom. Prayer, my Father, and my God, let your wisdom in me keep me excelling. I'm victorious in life. In the name of Jesus, keep subduing the powers of darkness underneath my feet as I operate in your wisdom, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your wisdom in me keep me excelling, keep me victorious in life. Keep subduing the powers of darkness underneath my feet, O Lord God, as I operate in your wisdom. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. And finally, we're going to pray. my Father and oh, my God. Let not the rulers of darkness and their agents comprehend your wisdom in me. Make my life and walk with you a mystery. That is beyond their understanding. My Father and my God, let not the rulers of darkness and their agents comprehend your wisdom in me make my life and walk with you, a mystery that is beyond their understanding, prayer. My Father and my God, let not the rulers of darkness and their agents comprehend your wisdom in me, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus, make my life and walk with you, a mystery that is beyond their understanding, in the name of Jesus. Let not the rulers of darkness and their agents, O Lord, comprehend your wisdom in me, make my life and walk with you, a mystery that is beyond their understanding, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for your word to us this week. We appreciate you, Lord God, for that which you have ministered unto us this moment. Thank you, Lord, for we key in, o Lord God, into your wisdom. And we declare that we begin to walk in that wisdom. We begin to exercise dominion over every power of the enemy. Because by your wisdom in us, o Lord God, we we become untouchable. We become unstoppable to the kingdom of darkness. And Father, by your wisdom, we begin to excel. We begin to live in dominion in the name of Jesus. I pray for every one of my listeners, oh Lord God, that this week they will excel. Because your wisdom will begin, O oh Lord God, to make room for them. Your wisdom will begin to make ways for them. Your wisdom will begin to create breakthroughs for them. Your wisdom will begin to make the miraculous to happen in their situations, in their lives, in their work environment, O oh Lord God, in their marriages, in all that pertains unto them, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I declare, I shall be well with them. Oh, let your wisdom speak for them, O oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And when next we meeting, you know, O Lord God, next week, it shall be for. Wonderful testimonies, Lord, it shall be for celebration. It shall be for the purpose, O oh Lord, of blessing your name for your goodness and for your faithfulness and for your mercy, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honour your name, O Lord. Bleed the blood of Jesus upon every one of my listeners, O Lord. Let your protective arms, of Lord, be around every one, O Lord God, that no evil will befall anyone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless and we honour your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, brethren, for being part of this week's podcast. Look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, I pray that you remain blessed and keep loving Jesus.
0: Believe you've been blessed by today's message. For inquiries and further spiritual help, you can reach Dr. Charles Abiodu on 234 809 623 7300. Or you can send an email to Word Explorers Ministry at gmail.com. Till we come your way again next week, remain blessed and rapturable.